Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Creative Operations Podcast. I'm your host, Nish Patel, and I'm so glad you could take a few minutes to join me today where I talk about the four pillars of creative operations, people, process, technology, and of course, metrics. Sometimes I'm joined by people working in the creative ops trenches, and sometimes it's just me riffing on something that is circling around in my head. Today it's just yours truly riffing on a topic that was inspired by my recent annual physical. I just turned 45, and I made my annual trek to Doc Cameron's office. One of these days I've got to get a doctor with the last name Brown so I could just say Doc Brown. Um, that's a bit of my Marty McFly obsession with Back to the Future. Anyways, uh, back to the topic of the day. Um, so as each year passes, uh, you know, my doctor's uh, gentle guidance on, uh, well, maybe not so gentle anymore, his strenuous admonition um, gets louder and louder. Uh, I think a lot of you out there can relate, especially as you get into your 40s. Um, you know, this one started off as your typical physical. I started to zone out as I usually do as he was talking about cholesterol, triglycerides, and whatnot, and then all of a sudden I snap back to attention when the words, do you wanna have a heart attack, sort of pierce through the rinse and repeat lecture I've been hearing for the last five, six, seven years. I said, what, a heart attack? Am I gonna have one soon, I asked? I was actually worried. Uh, he definitely had my attention. No, he told me, you're not about to have a heart attack, don't worry about it, I just wanted to get your attention. Um, he did say that, you know, he saw me as being on the same path that he'd seen far too many people on. Uh, Doc Cameron, again, has been doing this for like 20, 25 years. And, you know, he finally explained things in a way that sort of pierced through the veil of my boredom at my annual physical and, again, really got my attention. Um, and he said, heart attacks don't happen uh, out of the blue. It's not a lightning uh, bolt in a bottle moment. Um, now, I think as probably a lot of you people out there know, heart attacks are really related to the plaque that clogs our arteries and they build up over time because um, we're not paying attention to the warning signs, um, our key health indicators, uh, cholesterol, sugars, blood pressure, things like that. And it, you know, we're not making, because we're not paying attention to them, we're sort of ignoring this growing, building, underlying problem, that plaque that's building up in our arteries that does lead to what it feels like a lightning bolt in a bottle moment where you've got that pain rocketing through your body, um, and which is that heart attack uh, that way too many of us are familiar with. So anyways, uh, enough about my annual physical. I'm fine, by the way. Uh, no short-term risk, and I am on top of things. But it got me thinking. Um, and because I look at most everything these days through the lens of creative operations, it got me thinking about heart attacks and creative operations and how, um, you know, over the thinking over the visits I've done over the last couple of years with lots of creative ops teams, and especially, I would say, the visits I was doing in November, December, and uh, into the new year around the, that Christmas season, especially for those of you in the retail and the brand space, I heard a lot of you talking about, um, you know, how things felt. And I heard terms like hitting the wall, uh, sorry, hitting the wall, feeling dizzy with the tornado of work that had to be done, um, you know, stressed by the ever-shortening windows of time to deliver things. Um, you know, just feeling a general sense of stress and discomfort. Uh, you know, I heard people talking about cold sweats, feeling nauseous, lightheaded, 
uh, like they couldn't really get a handle on things. Um, and that to me, you know, thinking back on it and then thinking about my visit to Doc Cameron, sort of sounded like the classic warning signs that you get right before a heart attack. Um, and obviously a creative operations heart attack uh, isn't going to lead to death like a real heart attack. Um, but it can lead to some pretty dramatic outcomes, as I've seen with a lot of creative operations teams. Um, and um, as, you know, if they're not paying attention to the warning signs, it could lead to things like, you know, high stress and low job satisfaction levels that then leads to, you know, people feeling burned out and quitting. Um, it leads to the CMO maybe knocking on uh, the VP of creative operations door and saying, I think we need to have a conversation about outsourcing. I've heard about that. I've seen that um, in uh, with a lot of teams, uh, especially over the last nine to 12 months. And it could lead to all sorts of dramatic outcomes that, again, aren't like a real heart attack and death, but can be, uh, in a creative operations context, equally dramatic. Um, and that sort of state of feeling dizzy, lighthearted, um, of maybe that plaque building up over time, that's pretty common, I feel like, uh, with creative operations teams these days. And maybe you yourself, you're starting to think, hey, that sort of sounds like us, and maybe we're at risk for, uh, for our own creative operations heart attack. Um, so, you know, I thought in the interest of preventing that creative operations heart attack from occurring, um, let's talk about some of the primary indicators or metrics. And if you've listened to this show before, uh, you know, I'm a big fiend uh, for metrics. Um, so what are some of the primary indicators or metrics that you should be on top of? Um, like I'm now on top of my cholesterol and blood pressure and sugars and better managing my physical health. What are the indicators and the metrics you need to be top, uh, on top of to better manage your creative operations health so you can make sure that you're not allowing that plaque to build up over time and clog your creative production process. Um, and you're not getting then that heart attack coming out of the blue that's leading to maybe some pretty dramatic changes and outcomes. Um, because that heart attack, again, is not going to come out of the blue. That plaque is building up over time because you're not staying on top of the indicators. Uh, you're not paying attention to them uh, as those indicators are moving one way or the other. You're not asking questions to try and sort of get the, at the root of, hey, what's working so we keep doing that more often? Um, or what's not working so we can sort of get to the heart of the problem and figure out what changes we need to make in our creative operations lifestyle, just like I've recently made some changes in my health-related lifestyle. So what are some of the indicators you should be looking at to stave off uh, that plaque building up in your creative production process and stave off uh, suffering from that uh, what seems like but is not a uh, out of the blue uh, lightning bolt in a bottle heart attack. Um, you know one of them definitely should be uh, average cycle time. Um, so if you're finding that the cycle time from let's say something being requested to being delivered is um, you know there, I guess there could be two paths here. If you're seeing a big dramatic spike in a short period of time like you know, week to week or, you know, from one month to the next, that definitely is a warning sign. Uh, and then the other variation of that could be that you're seeing sort of an incremental but equally dramatic spike over time. And that's, in fact, the the deadlier of it, because that really is, again, going back to the heart attack analogy, 
you know, sort of seeing those small little incremental changes over time that you don't really notice on a day-to-day, week-to-week, or month-to-month notice, but they build up over time. That really is plaque in the process, and that really is going to lead to uh, the creative operations heart attack. And that's why it's important to keep on top of a primary indicator like average cycle time. Treat that like your cholesterol reading um, that you think about when you're managing your own health. You should be looking at average cycle time and looking at it at least from those two different perspectives of are there big dramatic spikes in a short period of time or are there big dramatic spikes over a long period of time that often go unnoticed uh, as we're sort of dealing with the day-to-day work of just getting stuff done. Um, Another one that I've seen some teams use is uh, missed deadlines metric. So if they're finding that, um, you know, 5% of the work that's being requested is being delivered late and that is being done greater than uh, 5% of the time, so for 5% of the request, then that, again, is another indicator that they're using to go, well, this seems unhealthy. That's uh, maybe the health analogy is... You know, we're seeing our blood pressure spike, um, you know, on certain days or certain times of the day, and that's not healthy. Um, And over time, that is going to lead to a bigger and bigger problem. Um, One that I saw a team use that I found really interesting is they're actually tracking hero hours. Uh, Hero hours, uh, if you're not familiar with the term, is really, you know, are we working overtime, sort of going till that, uh, you know, that stereotypical story of working till, you know, midnight, burning the midnight oil to get stuff done on time so that campaigns can launch? Um, you know, that's going to happen uh, every now and then. Uh, so what they were tracking was um, not trying to make it into a black and white world of it should never happen. That's going to happen, like just like we stress our bodies every now and then. It's probably healthy to stress your body um, every now and then just to push it. But what they were tracking was are 20% or more of the uh, requests that we're executing on, uh, they actually broke it down to are 20% of the assets that we're delivering are they a result of having to put in hero hours? Um, and if they went above that 20% mark, they d- decided that that was getting into the state of unhealthy. Um, how, do, how they chose that 20%? It's an arbitrary number. They may end up lowering that or increasing that over time as um, you know they sort of maybe move the targets on what they consider healthy or not healthy for that metric. But it was, uh, it's good that they've got that metric in place. It's one that works for them. It may or may not make sense for every organization, depending on their specific circumstances, but certainly one that this team was using to sort of keep on top of, uh, are we healthy or not healthy when it comes to hero hours? Acknowledging that it is going to happen every now and then, but it shouldn't be part of the standard operating process. And by having that metric, they were making sure they were paying attention to that, that they were not constantly burning people out. Another one tied to that that I saw another team used, and maybe these two should go hand in hand, actually, the hero hours. Another one is capacity, and specifically sort of measuring where's your capacity pinned at. Um, One team I saw, they said, if our capacity is at greater than 100% for more than 15% of the time, that's taking us into that unhealthy category. Again, acknowledging that, Sometimes you are going to be stretched. 
now maybe during holiday seasons or whenever your sort of spike season is so you do need to be able to stretch and that's going to happen that is expected but i think way too many teams are finding themselves in a position of working at over capacity is sort of standard operating process again so this team by um, you know saying one of the ways we're going to look at capacity one of our primary indicators one of our health indicators is if capacity is at over a hundred percent greater than 15% of the time, then that's a problem. Um, and that is then a call to action to say, what is going on? Why is this happening? Are we saying yes to too many things coming in uh, during the request phase? Are we not working efficiently enough? Do we need to scale up resources? What is going to, what needs to change for us to bring that um, metric down, uh, down to a healthy state? Um, you know, one tied to that as well closely is employee satisfaction. I think too often in the um, you know, zeal to build out our creative production machines and to be able to deliver more and do quicker and at a lower cost, we forget that you know we're still dealing with human beings having to do all this work. And one of the things we should be looking at is employee satisfaction. I think that's going to be a reflection of you know other key primary health indicators of your creative production process, like hero hours and capacity, like we just talked about. Um, you know, measuring it on a scale of maybe just asking the simple question on a scale of zero to ten, would you recommend working here to a friend? If you're seeing that, you know, um, if you're seeing that score under six. That should probably be a call to action to say, what's going on? Are people feeling stressed? Why are they not happy? Uh, but another good health indicator to look at. Um, you know, a couple of others that I've seen being used are cost per asset. Is it trending up? Because if it is, it's probably indicating that there's some fat and plaque building up in your creative production process. And again, if it's like building up like incrementally in a way that you can't really notice on a day-to-day -day or week-to-week -week or month-to-month -month or even a quarter-quarter process, it's easy to lose sight of that. So it's important to look at it not just in the context of, you know, how did it change uh, over the short term, but how did it change over time? Because uh, again, that plaque building up is something that's going to happen over time and then all of a sudden hit you out of the blue with that heart attack. Um, you may also want to look at your process. Process is job number one of creative operations. Um, one team was saying that if 10% of their assets that went through the creative production process that they delivered violated their process that had been documented, people were trained on or retrained on, then that was um, an indication of things being unhealthy. Um, and I found that to be a really fascinating one, an incredibly valuable, valuable one, because um, as you may have heard me talk about on the last couple of podcasts, um, process is job number one. And I really think about process when it comes to creative operations as the operating system. And with this metric, I think that team, what they've been able to, what they are doing is they're proactively, constantly looking for, are there bugs in their operating system? Are there people violating the process? And then not just, you know, saying, you know, smacking those people down and saying, why did you violate it? You know, sometimes we understand you've got to, 
you know, go around the rules just to get stuff done. But if it's happening greater than 10% of the time, then you got to figure out, do I have a training issue? Do I have a people issue? Or is the process fundamentally broken and do we need to re-engineer it somehow? Do we not have the right tools to support the process? And if by doing that, what that team was able to do is they're sort of putting process really at the heart of creative operations, which your operating system should be, because it is going to be the thing that determines how efficient your creative production process is. So I found it fascinating that they were using that metric. And those are just a handful that I've seen. Um, you know, your primary indicators for creative operations health and heart attack prevention might be the same. They could be a little bit different. The key really is to know what are your primary indicators of creative operations health um, and to be looking at them constantly. Uh, just don't wait for the annual physical like I do uh, or I used to do. Now I'm sort of on top of, you know, again, as I said, you know, things like cholesterol and sugars and stuff like that. It really should be part of your regular routine uh, so you know where am I today? Am I getting healthier on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis? Because really what you're looking to do is to build up uh, prevention or sort of a antibody to that plaque building up in your system over time into your creative production process and leading to that creative operations heart attack. Your job is to prevent that heart attack. Your job is to build a healthier body, or in this case, a healthier creative production process. If you got any suggestions uh, of other metrics or primary indicators that you're using that are allowing you to keep on top of your health and prevent that plaque from coming into your creative production process, would love it if you would share that. Um, and, you know, so I think in a future episode, it might be valuable to, you know, look at how to use those primary indicators of asking better questions and dividing strategies and tactics so you can build up a healthier creative operations body. Uh, I'm probably beating this analogy to death by now, everyone is saying. Um, but really you wanna build up that healthier creative operations body or that healthier creative productions process so that you are in a better position to produce more, do it faster, do it more cost-effectively and have a bigger marketing impact. So I'm going to stop there. Um, hopefully this episode was valuable. Um, uh, again, it was sort of inspired by my recent annual physical to uh, Doc Cameron, and it got me thinking about creative operations and uh, heart attacks. Uh, I appreciate you listening today. If you got any comments or, again, suggestions or topics um, about this episode, if you want to share some of your primary indicators, or questions or topics you want me to dig into on a future episode, please feel free to share. Best way to do that is to either connect with me on Twitter at Nish Patel. You can find me on LinkedIn as well. Uh, or you can hit us up at ideas at creativeopshub.com. So thanks again for listening in today. And I hope that we catch you on the next episode of the Creative Operations Podcast, where we share and cover the latest in creative operations news, best practices, and interviews with leaders from the community. Thanks very much.